Ladies and gentlemen, my only announcement this morning is a very short one. But uh, there's a 30-year uh, struggle and study is terminated, and tomorrow morning I sign the Seaway bill at 9 o'clock. That's my single announcement. We'll go to questions. Mr. President, John Cutter of the United Press. Last week, Senator McCarthy testified that an Army security officer gave him classified FBI information, which the Attorney General later said was done without authorization. Would you care to comment on the propriety of such actions? On Friday, May 14, 1954, President Eisenhower gave a news conference, immediately opening the floor to reporters for general questions. One of it involved a senator. The day prior, the World Chess Championship was won by Mikhail Botvinnik in Moscow. Incident, and so I won't talk about that part of it. On this day, the but Boeing 707 was released. On Monday the 16th, the Kenjir uprising broke out at a Soviet labor camp. Political prisoners forced out guards and administration. It would last over a month. That is so reprehensible that Meanwhile in the U.S., Senator McCarthy's tirade had resulted in each political party's questioning the other's loyalty as well as talks of treason within the armed forces. Eisenhower simultaneously had both nothing and a lot to say on these matters. Or in any of the services. An enlisted man, when he takes an oath, includes in that oath to obey the orders of the superior officers set above him and the army regulations. So, are we to assume that an Enlisted man has one kind of loyalty to the government and to the uh, commanders set over him, and an officer a lesser one. It's perfectly ridiculous. The soul of an army, the soul of a defensive force, is the certainty that everybody responds to the laws of the land and to the orders of the superiors all the way up to the commander-in-chief. Assume otherwise, and how would you fight a battle? I give an order to you uh, people as uh, division commanders or uh, something of that nature that to uh, carry out your part of the battle and you decide that isn't the thing to do. But you, whenever we get to adopting that theory in the military or in our civilian organization, we'd better disband them. On the contrary, fortunately, their sense of loyalty all the way through, and I don't refer merely to the fighting services, their sense of loyalty and dedication to their country and the obligations of their service is high indeed, and I'm proud of it. But let us not for one second ever think of condoning uh, insubordination, and particularly where, in, as in this case, there are special laws that apply to the release of confidential information. Mr. President, uh, Father, Washington Post, Times Herald. Uh, Mr. President, former President Truman made a speech at the National Press Club the other day, and the essence of it was this, <clears throat> that in these critical days, foreign policy should be taken out of the political arena, that this is impossible so long as Republican political assassins are calling Democrats traitors, and that the only one who can uh, put an end to these charges of treason is the President of the United States. Any comments? I wouldn't answer anyone who finds it uh, proper to criticize me and my actions. But I will call your attention to what I have said before. That question came up here in a press conference. Whether I considered uh, Democrats of the uh, 
uh, to be a disloyal person and that sort of thing. I ridiculed the idea and said not only did I have great many personal friends among them, but and they were just exactly as loyal as all other Americans. I don't see that I, can, I cannot discern in my own mind any difference between the loyalty, dedication, and patriotism of people are depending upon the particular party to which they belong in this country, and I've said that always. Getting back to the previous question, uh, has uh, any effort been made to discover who gave classified information to Senator McConnell? I don't know. I've had no report. President Levero, New York Times, again on the first question, if uh, an enlisted man or an officer feels uh, the superiors are derelict in uh, uh, throwing disloyal people out of the services. Don't they have some recourse outside of the regular command channels by uh, filing a complaint with the inspector general? That's right. That's right. Matter of fact, in every unit I've ever commanded, everybody along the line, if he had something of, uh, of, that weighed on his heart heavily, has had a right to get to me. And I've had them. I've had enlisted men when I was commanding an entire theater of operations come to me uh, to give me ideas, and some of them were awfully good. Alan Emery at the Watertown Times, sir. I have uh, two closely allied questions, sir, and neither has to do with the St. Lawrence Seaway. <laughs> sir, uh, I wonder if you were concerned over the increasing democratic attacks on administration foreign policy, and if so, what proportion of those attacks you ascribed to election year politics, and what proportion to genuine concern over world affairs? I never attack another's motives. I don't know what the motivation is, but uh, so far, I think, as is possible and practicable, the foreign affairs of the United States are handled on a bipartisan basis. I note that yesterday, the majority leader in the Senate, uh, in a talk, gave an exact record, and put in the congressional record, how many times the State Department alone had called in or dealt with bipartisan groups in an effort to keep them informed in advance of what was going on. On Tuesday, May 17th, Brown versus the Board of Education of Topeka would finally be decided.